Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Really appreciate you tuning in. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how you can start a business based on the skills that you already have in your current W-2 job. And this is really important, I think, often overlooked because when we're thinking about exiting our nine to five, our W-2 job, we always think that we have to do something different. Well, I got to get into real estate or I got to learn all these new skills. And that can seem overwhelming, right? I don't want to learn all these skills. I have all these skills. I've been in this job for five, 10 years and I'm pretty good at it. I just don't like working for somebody else. I don't like my bosses, whatever. Now, look, if you just simply hate the work that you do, that's a different story. But if you like the work that you do and you actually are good at it and you can see yourself continuing to do it, And maybe you just don't like going to work every day, getting up and going to work for somebody else and making other people rich, or you don't like the people that you work for, this is the episode for you. So I'm going to give you some ideas to think about based on your current job. This is a low barrier to entry. Let me just tell you why. Number one, if you're working for a company, let's just say you're in IT and you're selling a product, or maybe you're selling a service. And you're the one who's really delivering that product or service to the end user. Look, the customer base is already there. The problem already exists. You know how to solve it. You're good at your job. You're just doing it for other people. You're making other people wealthy when you know darn well that you could be the one doing it. You're just not in a position mentally where you can think about how I could possibly start this business and let alone scale it to where there's a bunch of employees. But I just want you to think for the purposes of this episode, to think about the idea, the possibility, and the concept of actually starting your own business based on what you're doing in your nine to five job right now. And I'm going to give you a couple of real life examples as well. So you can start to think about how you could do this. This is why people become consultants, right? Because they have this skill, they have this knowledge, and then they just break off and say, I don't need you. I can do this on my own. I'm already doing it on my own. I should be the one collecting all the money, not you, Mr. or Mrs. Employer. So let's think about this practically. And I'll give you some examples and hopefully it'll just get the wheels turning for you. Again, the parameters here are you do like your job, you like your work, you just don't want to work for somebody else, right? And you have this skill and this knowledge. So now you don't have to go out and learn something else. I had a guy on who I was working with who was in the staffing business, okay? So he was very successful in staffing and he wanted to start his own staffing business. So he's talking to me, he's like, hey, Brian, I want to start my own staffing business, but I've got to not compete. So I can't compete against my company. And my advice to him immediately was, don't ever sign a non-compete again. Don't sign non-competes. If they want you, you won't sign any of that stuff. And by the way, a non-compete, and a disclaimer here, I'm not giving legal advice, but a non-compete doesn't prevent you from doing anything. Okay, It's just if they end up coming after you, then you're probably liable. So it doesn't stop you from doing anything. I have a story. I have a friend of mine, and I'm not going to mention his name, but I have a friend of mine that I've known for a long time. They knew they were going to get sued because they were competing against their old firm. But they made the decision, they prepared for it, and then they worked it out and everyone's happy. They knew it was going to happen. So if you plan for that, then don't sweat this non-compete of paper, but just don't sign, period. End of story. All right. So this gentleman's staffing company, 
I said, all right, you got this non-compete. Obviously, it expires after a while. I said, what did you do for the staffing company? He says, I did sales. Okay. And I said, okay, tell me about your sales. Like, how much were you doing? He says, well, I helped all of the other sales staff because he was a manager. He says, I helped the sales staff go from $100,000 to a million dollars a year in sales. Okay. This was the example. And I said, that's your business right there. Number one, the business meaning that he would train, he would be able to coach people in the staffing industry that were trying to get better at sales. And I'm like, that's your pitch right there. Okay. Now you can either do that in, now you're not competing with the staffing company because you're not opening up another business. You're actually training salespeople. And you are doing this either in a group coaching format, one-to-one, maybe you have a course or a variety of different vehicles that you can deliver this message in. Do a little bit more research. He was like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. The guy's already got the skill. He's already done it. He's already proven it. And he can use that. All you got to do is get one client and the next testimonies. I said, look, your biggest client might be your former employer that you leave and you can train their salespeople. So I just want you to think about your current job. You don't have to necessarily go compete with the company, but can you teach other people how to do your job? I just want you to think about that because this is a very, very low barrier to entry, right? For me, I was a salesman for 25 years. Okay. I could teach people how to do sales if I chose to. I didn't dislike my job. I just didn't like being away from my family. Now I have a real estate business. Okay. And I'm part of a mastermind where I coach and I coach students how to create a financing deals. All right. And one of the things that I'm really, really good at because I had this sales background for 25 years is I'm good on the phone. I'm good at talking to sellers. Okay. I'm really, really good. Now I'm really niching down here. It's not just sales. I'm good at this one specific thing, which is talking to sellers about creative financing. Okay. So I could create a course or a product that is just specific to that. This is how you make phone calls. Now I teach this in my mastermind group, but I could absolutely teach this to people, this specific thing to a target audience, a niche down audience, and probably get paid very well for it if I chose to do so, because I'm good at it. I like it too. I enjoy doing it, but it's just something I want you to think about. It doesn't have to be the direct job that you're doing, direct competition, and you think about different variations. Like Think about your existing job, okay? And all the different things that you're doing, Maybe there's a section of it that you're really, really passionate about and you like to do it and you're really good at it. Like, hey, you know, maybe your boss even says like, hey, you're really good at this. Let's go to Brian or let's go to John or let's go to Jane for this particular thing because they're really good at it. And that's a great idea for a business always. Look at your current W-2. Just please do not sleep on that because you may be associating your job the fact that you have to go into work and you have to answer to somebody else and you're just tired, you come home every day and it's like, oh, I'm just so sick of going into work. I'm sick of traffic. Maybe that's what's ailing you, not the actual work itself. So just evaluate that, like journal about that. I would encourage you to maybe talk to your partner, talk to your family about that. And if you truly love your job, then man, we can create a business around that pretty quickly or at least get some ideas going, get the juices flowing. And again, I always leave my email, okay? And I can help you. I have one-to-one coaching. I've just now launched a group coaching program. At, you guys have asked me this because not everyone wants one-to-one. Not everybody has the budget for one-to-one coaching. I totally get that. 
So we have a group format now of people who are looking to break free from their W-2, want to start their own business. They have a variety of different business ideas. This is what we talk about in the groups. Like, hey, let's look at what you're doing right now. Let's see how we can develop a potential business around or at least a side hustle. Okay. And my groups are three to five people. In each group, I take on a total about a 20 at a time. At the time of this recording, there's still some opportunities open. So if you want to learn more about that, definitely hit me at brian at w2prisonbreak.com. And I can actually coach you through this because I do this currently. And I've done this in my old job. I've been able to monetize my skill set because I've thought about it. And it's like, hey, I just didn't like going to work and flying on airplanes and answering to people. I wanted to be my own boss. So there are skills inside of you that you already have. Everyone thinks they got to learn something different, something new. Well, that's exciting. The fastest path to your financial freedom or getting out of that W-2 is looking at the stuff that you already know and figuring out ways to monetize it. All right. And that's what I can help you with. I can help you see what you cannot see. Hopefully this episode, which I'm keeping short here, really gets the wheels turning and gives you some ideas. And I'm telling you that don't just take this episode and listen to it and have a nugget or two and be like, yeah, I could do that, that, and that. I want you to, if you're in your car, when you get to your spot where you can write, I want you to write about it. I want you to journal it, okay? Or just do a voice text. I do a voice memo. If you have an iPhone, I do that all the time. I take the voice memo and I say, I just brain dump all my ideas and then I'll come back later on and write about it. Like, Don't just let the ideas that are floating around in your head just leave you because that's what will happen. They're in your head and now they're gone forever. So I want you to get them down on paper. And then of course, save the episode and come back and refer back to it. That's why I kept it short. And then you can also check it out on YouTube. Okay. So hope that's helpful. Think about your nine to five job. And again, get in touch with me if you want to work with me, if you want my help. The door is always open. I really appreciate you tuning in and I'll see you guys next week.